reason Tanya's been a bit weird is because it's all about Tanya today. It's all about me, which normally I like. <laughs> not quite sure in a minute. Um, we've decided to run a couple of episodes of us interviewing each other. Get to hear us speaking a bit more raw about ourselves rather than just the topic that we tend to. I mean, we're very open anyway. We're very, we're, we're not scripted anyway. We have sometimes a little bit of a guideline, but... You can tell we're not scripted. <laughs> Just in case anyone thought, wow, we need to give these girls a TV show. And give it to us, you'd be scared of what might come out of our mouths. Right, should we just go straight into it then? Yeah. No faffing about. No faffing. No. Okay, so we're going to ease into it nice and slowly. And question one, what makes you feel inspired? Ooh. Oh, God. What inspires me? Probably, really cliche, is my kids. Do they? Yeah. Doing better for them mm-hmm. is generally, I think, the thing that not just inspires me, but then keeps that inspiration going. Because mm-hmm. I'm very much that little things might go, oh, I'm going to do that. And then I'll go, no, I'm not going to do that. But knowing that actually it'll make a difference to them and that they'll be proud of me, I think, is big for me. Do you ever, this is not a question, by the way, but it's just a, <laughs> a follow up. Yeah. When you ever read books or when you ever see an, uh, an interview mm-hmm. online, and it's somebody who's achieved something, whether it's small or massive, and they say, oh, my mum always told me, or mm. my dad always did this to me, yeah. and I think, every time I do something yeah. with my kids, I'm like, is this going to be the time? That, <laughs> is, is, is this <laughs> the time? Remember? Is this the bit they're going to write about in well, their book about me? Do you me? know what, though? In their, like, it was obviously my birthday not long ago, and in their messages in the cards, I think all of them had put in their cards that I have inspired them or made them proud like especially with part and things like that that which is very cool and that's really nice to think that maybe that has made a difference for them yeah that admit when I have any moments where I might be doubting myself Mm -hmm. they definitely inspire me to sort of go no it's all right keep going that yeah yeah that's the kids are what get me like imprinting them in the future that's just imprinting yeah that makes me think of um Twilight imprinting. <laughs> Never seen that. No, I knew you was going oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> right, question number two. If you could turn back time and talk to your 18-year-old self, what would you tell her? <laughs> I was going to say something. I Sorry. know what you were going to say. That's what I asked her when I wrote down the question. I thought, mm, I know what she's going to say. I was going to be inappropriate. I'm not going to be inappropriate because I don't know who listens. Um, Right, 18-year-old self. Where was I? 18... I was <laughs> drunk a lot. But I think just probably, I don't know. This is one of them things that I always find really difficult because mm-hmm. I don't regret much. Like I'd like to say, I'd say like concentrate in school, go to uni. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have changed the experiences that I've had. I think I would have said embrace your body because okay. that was something for me at the time. Looking back... I didn't embrace how fit I was. Because you thought like, you were fat, didn't you? Yeah, I've always in my head thought, mm-hmm. oh, I wish I, my stomach was a bit smaller mm-hmm. or I wish, like, my boobs were bigger. <laughs> now my boobs are bigger, but it's because of the fat. But, <laughs> you know, but I wish, yeah, I wish I'd just said, just embrace it. But then at the same time, I did still embrace it mm-hmm. as how it was. But do you know what I would have, I would say to my 18-year-old self actually thinking about it is spend more time with my family like the older generation of family that aren't here mm. now because 
especially doing part, oh God, that's there's exciting. things that I would have liked to have asked yeah. them. You think oh, I had family or especially like my grandparents that my, on my dad's side that no, neither of them are here, both came over in Windrush. Mm-hmm. But, and I've never sat down and asked them about it. I never talked to them about their lives and because I was just, I was drunk mm-hmm. most of the time. So I wish now that would be something I would say is... So is that something with that kind of light on it now would you tell your kids to to make sure that they do that and I think I push more for that anyway Mm -hmm. that we spend especially with my mother that we're not getting into my mum today um but especially with my mum that but we have I've always been very close to especially since having kids Mm -hmm. and I think it's really important to make those memories and pictures as well just this is coming into my brain as I'm thinking I was the picture taker Mm -hmm when I was younger, like oh. I always had a camera. So I'm not in as many of the pictures yeah. as I have. I've got pictures of t- so many other people, but I haven't, even as we've got older with the kids, I've got loads of pictures of Sam and the kids, mm-hmm. not so many with me. So I would say that as well, just be in the pictures okay. because it's nice to look back on. That. Yeah, whenever I ask Trev to take a picture of me and the kids, he's got like the fucking chair in the background <laughs> or he takes it from the sofa and I'm like out by the car and I'm like, come to me. <laughs> Come to me. I've oh set this God. up. I've set this yeah, up. Seriously, this is a good moment. Hair. It is. It's rare. And it's and not just selfies, because selfies are cool, mm-hmm. but like a nice picture. Yeah. And I have got a couple, and I cherish those, cause, but even when I was younger, like I said, my body was pretty banging when I look back, and I haven't got that many pictures of it. So yeah. it's like, am I lying? I could be lying. I'm not lying. <laughs> it was banging. <laughs> it's not anymore. Um, oh, dear. I have got my wedding pictures. My um, photo shoot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did that as a wedding gift, yeah, didn't you? As a wedding for, gift. For Sam. Sam. I'm so sorry, Dad. Um, I am clothed, mainly. <laughs> God. You haven't actually said what it is. No, just I can picture it. It was, it was a very elegant photo shoot, mm-hmm. but did um show my body. And, yeah, I do love looking back on those pictures. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't, I was, that was in my 30s. But they're bloody good pictures. Yeah, and that is something to do. anyone, if... Do them even. I would do it now, <laughs> not now, not at the second. Um, but it's. I think they're so lovely to look back on. Like do yeah. it when you're young, or even when you're old. But if you are younger and you're thinking, oh, I'm not sure, they make you look amazing. Mm-hmm. They really do. It's not comfortable the poses mm-hmm. they put you in to get you looking even better. But to look back on them now, I'm like, yeah, yeah I was hot. <laughs> what a lovely thing to do. Yeah. Uh, right, question number three. What is your best tip for making the world a better place? Don't be a good thing. a bad word. Just be kind. Mm-hmm. I think that is my mantra at the moment, is be kind. be kind. And I think if people did that, and that was their first thought before doing most stuff, mm-hmm. be kind. That would make such a difference, wouldn't it? Because we go into stuff, even when we're angry, like your return to love is the same kind of thing of just think before you do something, mm-hmm. how's that going to impact that other person? And it's not possible all the time. Now, I can be a bitch. We know this. <laughs> you know this. But <laughs> I do try now to rein myself in more than I ever have done. I was a lot more of a bitch before. So people are lucky. But <laughs> it's now I do try to be kind mm-hmm. because you don't know what other people are going through. Yeah. And there is so much struggles in the world that if we could just be kind, mm-hmm. I think the world would be a better place. And whether that is with racism, the homophobia, oh, stop saying homophobia, I'm going to find the better term for it, um, <laughs> sexism, everything, it would be better, mm-hmm. even to my husband. 
I would be kind <laughs> sometimes. We're often the least kind to the people who are closest to us oh, because it's well, easy. There are emotional buffers, aren't they? Yeah, so. they're not going anywhere. Yeah. Well, most of the time they're not going anywhere. So mm-hmm. you do take it out on the people you're closest with. And imagine we flip that though. Imagine we were only kind to the people who are closest to us and everybody else felt, felt our wrath. You only see them from time to time, so mm. it wouldn't really matter. But it would just... Yeah, but then at the same time, it, it wouldn't, but it could. Like, if I was just a bitch to, like, the what, random person in the me, street... I wouldn't be your friend. <laughs> no, but I'm never... I'm not horrible to my friend, <laughs> friends. I like my friends. I've picked them. I've exclusively picked <laughs> the people I want in my life, so I'm nice to them. The, and as much as I did pick my husband, it was different. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, even just a smile to someone in the street. Yeah. I think that can make... So I saw a thing the other day, and I really want to do this, where they just put... Um, it was someone putting little nice notes, like in the supermarket, and just put in a note that just said, you're amazing. Oh, random act of kindness. Yes. And I just thought, that's so cute. Because imagine, like, you're having a shit day, you go and pick up a can of beans, yeah. and you get a note saying, actually, you're amazing. I think they put money as well, which is a really good idea. Like, <laughs> someone leave me money. But, um, yeah, I just think that's how cool we is that. We should do that one day. We yeah. should... We go should do some yeah. random... In fact, we don't even need to wait for lockdown to be over. I think we should just yeah. plan that. I've got some time off soon. Let's do yes. that. Let's That'd do that. So I think it'll cute. make people feel really happy. Yeah. I'd be happy if I got that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd love it. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, he's watching me. <laughs> See? <laughs> Kindness is good. Right. Question number five. What are you researching the most at the moment? To be fair, not a lot at the minute because I've sort of just stepped back. But I'm always, I go on and off with the researching of the anti-racism stuff. Because I can't, I can only take in so much at a time mm-hmm. before my brain either gets really convoluted <clears> and <throat> overwhelmed with stuff. But that is probably the thing that I look at the most okay. is looking into different anti-racism, looking into what different people are doing and things like that. That um, yeah, that's probably the shortest answer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, number six. What has been your biggest failure in the last year, and why do you think it happened? Ooh. I know that it's been a shit year, but it hasn't really been for me, mm. in, especially on a personal me failing front, that I've actually gone from strength to strength in the last, like, 12 months, really. That, yeah, <laughs> well, it is, and this is what I do. I feel, I genuinely feel a bit bad saying it. it has, <laughs> it's been an all right year for me. COVID has enhanced my professional world, mm-hmm giving it that virtual avenue, it's put me in touch with people that I wouldn't have before, that where are we? I suppose, thinking honestly, the last year, so where are we, February, I did have to, so I came back from Thailand, what, January? And then, said I wasn't going to talk about it, but I'm going to talk about it really briefly, but I'm not too much, so I don't get myself upset. But not long after coming back from Thailand is when my mum got her official diagnosis. Mm-hmm. And I think... I didn't, I have got a habit of just shutting down. That's yeah. what I do. I take it all in, I shut it down, I push it away, I block it out. And I think quite a lot had happened coming back and then getting that. And I think it did, it floored me. Mm-hmm. And I just, I had to, I had to step away from work. I had to step away from everything because it yeah. just, for a month or so, I, I couldn't, I couldn't get myself back in the game. I needed to sit back and I think it shook my world. And I don't know, I wouldn't say it's a failing because I think I did the right thing in taking that time. But I think if I'd prepare better, I think that's taught me 
now to can look after pre- myself. But can you prepare for news like that? I don't think have you, can you prepare. mentioned what the news, what have you mentioned what the diagnosis I was think before? We, have I? I may I'm have. Sure. Well, I don't know. But my mum has got early onset Alzheimer's. So she's only, she's 59 now. So we'd say for the last three-ish years, we've been thinking it and then got this official diagnosis last year. Mm-hmm. But, and I don't think even knowing or thinking about it, knowing that there was something there, I think when we got the diagnosis, it did. It was just like, I think we were all hoping it was just going to be, oh, no, actually, yeah, she's got cold and it's made her head mm-hmm. go funny. It's not. It's um, And she is young and she's always been, like everyone that knows me, mother, no, she's a nutter. Like, she mm-hmm. is nuts. It's who she is. But this is obviously, it's very, very different. And mm-hmm. it, we weren't prepared. And I don't think anything would have prepared us. No. But I think I've learned now to express it more which mm-hmm. I didn't do before and I think that has helped me when I have moments where I do break I can express it more whereas before I would have just gone keep it in look after everyone else do what you're doing okay, so as an express it do you mean express your frustrations or your sadness yeah, yeah. yeah I'm getting better at not like people might get random text messages of me or random knocks on the door or like things now because I have to get it out mm-hmm. it can't I can't hold it in which also bugs me in equal measures because I'm like Mm, I'm so used to the conflicting who you are. Yeah, core, yeah. and it but is. It's good, really strange. Cool. Yeah, and it is. And I think that has. I think I've handled things better because of that. But I think it did take that big break to sort of go right. You need to work on how you then deal with it. And I am still working on it. And I still am very fucked up about it. But um, day by day, mm-hmm. really. Tiny steps. Tiny yes. steps. Baby, very, very. Uh, right, steps. number seven. Ooh, here's a more positive one. Hmm. Or not. <laughs> I don't know. What's the biggest surprise you've had in the last few months? I don't know. See, <laughs> I don't think there's... See, sometimes you think of the word surprise and you think, oh, it's a positive thing, but actually yeah. not always... Sometimes shit can come out of the woodwork. Well, this is it. When I The biggest surprise was not celebrating my 40th birthday really mm. which yeah you fully was, thought that was gonna happen i, fu- I yeah i had fully fully <laughs> there was nothing the in my before. head oh, yeah <laughs> honestly i had no doubt in my mind that i was celebrating my birthday mm-hmm. no doubt and people were like are you sure not fully of course mm-hmm. i am it's it's christmas it was the saturday before christmas like how you wouldn't cancel the world the saturday before christmas they fucking did <laughs> and it did it I think it proper floored me it came because I was like it's my 40th and my 30th was shit I keep I say this to a lot of people that know me my 30th was shit it got snowed off so I celebrated with a few I sorry that's really rude it wasn't shit it was not what <laughs> I, not what I had planned it to be I actually had a really good night but it was a plan of being with all of my nearest and yeah. dearest and then it turned out to be five of us we still we did get absolutely mortaled and I had a great night and I was in London it was amazing but again, planned my fortieth with yeah. all the people I love, and it didn't happen. Will so, you replan it? Will you do a celebration? I'm in two minds because it's sort of it's gone, but I also like partying. I don't know if it'll be a celebration for my fortieth or just lots just of celebrations for just for yeah. fun. That just for yeah, the there's lots of us this year because it's my school friends that are turning forty. So I think we're all gonna do something together. Mm-hmm to celebrate but um if we're ever allowed out because at the moment can't fucking do anything anymore. <laughs> Grinded. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's the biggest surprise. 
Uh, right, question number eight. How would someone you met five minutes ago describe you? <laughs> I've got bad words that want to come out. There's really bad words that want to come out. It's not coming out. Um, <laughs> someone that met me five minutes ago. I don't know, because I am full front. Mm-hmm. Now, I can wear a mask. I think people that meet me initially would say very composed and confident. I think they'd have quite positive things to mm-hmm. say. And not that that changes when you get to know me. <laughs> that sounds really shit. But then there's I have got a more vulnerable side that you wouldn't pick up on when you meet me initially. Okay. Because I wouldn't show that. Well, to be honest, I've only really seen your vulnerable side in recent terms and in, in terms of our friendship. Yeah. Because... I don't like it. No. <laughs> I don't, and, I, and that's what I'm saying with my mum. I think I had got... I am very good at mask. Yeah. You know, I'm very good at front. Like, it's what I do, and I have been letting that, and not to everyone, only certain people will get it properly, because, and that's not that the people that don't are not people I don't love, but I only trust certain people with the full vulnerability of what okay. I'm feeling. That um, but Do you go to different people at different times so you don't have to give them the full story, and they can just see little slothers, so they don't yeah. see the full down broken Tanya? Probably, Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think, yeah, I do, actually. That Who said this to me the other day? Oh, it was Laura that I was being vulnerable to about something. Um, and it was, it came out in real broken patches and mm-hmm. she just, she knows me very well. And she was just like, she just gave me some reassurance and spoke very nicely. And then I had to say to her afterwards, I'm really sorry because that was pure broken, mm-hmm. but she knew what I was so when you to. say you spoke to her, you text her? I text her, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't talk on the phone. <laughs> of course not. It's not what a phone's what? for. <laughs> Be silly. We message. But it's rare. It's very rare. I'll do it vocally. Okay. That is, oh, I'm not quite at that point mm-hmm. yet. <laughs> That's hard. I find that. And it's stupid because I work in mental health. I say this to people all the time. Talk about it, talk about it. But for me, I'm building and we are I say it to young people we're on a journey you have to do what works for you for me it started probably writing it down just to myself mm-hmm. and I've now progressed to texting more I can talk about little things but then it gets overwhelming mm-hmm. and then when I get overwhelmed I can't cope and then I have to listen to pink and calm myself down and mm-hmm. it all is yeah I'm quite fucked up <laughs> genuinely <laughs> so wrong but you know it works somehow yeah that's what you just gotta do you gotta find what works for you yeah and if it is working then just carry on with it and when it feels right then you can take the next step yeah and I think that's what I'm learning is that it is it is just steps and it's not I don't have to I'm not at a point where I can't cope so I can keep building that you're probably potentially getting the best from the people that you speak to as well because they're only in terms of energetic um drainage mm. that's really not a great term to use is it mm. the the vibration that you get from somebody who's having a difficult time it can really drain yeah. you of your energy yes. so you're then not giving your best to somebody so yeah. if you're only given little slithers to different people at different stages then they're able to give you their best yeah. selves because yeah. they're not fully like emotionally absorbed yeah. in what they experience. Now we say well. that at work because we doing the job, like my day job, that um we take on a lot of stuff from young people and it can be really emotionally draining. And it's yeah. like there are days when 
finish work and your brain is like, I can't actually even voice a thought together because mm. I'm so drained. But we are very lucky that we get a lot of clinical supervision. We have, sometimes it takes just having a laugh and not talking about actually what is wrong because it's still coming out and mm. releasing that out instead but um yeah I think it's I think it's difficult mental health I think is such a massive thing for people and I think there's no right or wrongs you've just got to do what's right for you and I have always been very good at talking to people about like get from there for them Mm -hmm. like supporting the not so much on myself but then I'm one of those that I get through Mm -hmm. so I just go to school I'm getting through anyway yeah but it's yeah there are little things that I know I can change mm-hmm. that will make life better but I'm not ready to do them yeah and I know right. that so and your life isn't if if your life's not been impacted as a result then it doesn't really yeah. matter does it no. um right I roll my R's <laughs> who are the three people who have been the most influential to you oh probably my dad is definitely mm-hmm. up there that um yeah i've spoken about my dad before he just he's just my calming side that and then on the other side of that probably my mother who is the absolute opposite complete opposite if you could ever have two opposite people mm-hmm. would be my mum and my dad that it's how well they weren't properly together but um <laughs> they ever this all came together but yeah my dad is my calming my mum is like my spirit mm-hmm. like she's like my fire and has also taught me like the value of hard work and never mm. giving up because she never has like she works so hard yeah um throughout her life like single mother working as many jobs as she needed to was making sure we were fed and doing like i don't know if i said before like take that video that she bought me when i was little and just little things like that she's always yeah. been a big thing and then <laughs> sounds so stupid but probably pink I love okay. her. I do. I love her. If I was to put it like to think of the people that there's so many people and so many different people that have had an effect, but there's something about Pink's spirit, and obviously I only know what she puts mm-hmm. out. But that, like I said, her music calms me. I have used that as a coping strategy for probably since I was about sixteen. Mm-hmm. That no has she been around that long I feel like it must have been she's been around for as long as I can think of like having listened to music I'm so sure I can see myself sitting in the bedroom listening to her but it calms my soul and I need that because even when I was younger I was very angry a lot so it's she has always calmed me but then it's weird that to put three people there's so many people that have made an influence in my life like I've got friends that not all of them I'm friends with now, but made such a difference mm-hmm. and made me who I am. But then, <clears throat> yeah, I don't want to pick free. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> There's it's, I, it, Even people that I've met more recently that you just go, yeah, do you know what? You have given me, that you've given me something for my soul that I think I'm influenced by people a lot. Yeah. Or just take from, not take from people. That one of my, that I want to put her in there. I'm not as well. I'm picking four. <laughs> but one of my very good friends who has been through a lot and her strength has astounded me. And not even strength, I hate that as well. I hate strength. But just her, not mm-hmm. even just her strength, her 
what she's been through, what she does, who she is as a person is a testimony to the spirit of mm-hmm. people that um she'll know who she is. I'm not going to say, but she'll know who she is. People know who she is. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, she's just amazing. Mm-hmm. And I love her. And yeah, I always will be there for her as well mm-hmm. because that's what we do. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh right. Question was that? That was nine. Nine. Um, number ten. If you could start over, what career would you choose? Now, this is not to suggest you don't enjoy your current <laughs> career. Yeah. But if you could do anything, regard like, and this is not like an educational restriction or geographical mm. res- restriction, what would you do? The thing I've always wanted to do, and I always, I used to come back to a lot, was acting. Ah. I would have. I love. What kind it. of actress? Like movies or really? even EastEnders. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted to be in EastEnders, like behind the bar. I should own the Queen Vic. Like it's in me to own the Queen Vic. No, I would have loved it, but I loved acting. I did it so much when I was younger and then stopped and then went back to college and did it and then stopped and went back to started uni and did it and then stopped. But, but I love it. I love being someone else or taking on that role. And it's that whole being on stage, but then you're not judging me mm-hmm. necessarily. Yeah, you've got a mask on, haven't you? Yeah. It is, and I think I loved that. And it just, I'd love to be famous. <laughs> is it the fame or is it the it expression? It wouldn't be with that. The, it would be more the expression, but mm-hmm. the fame would be good mm-hmm. as well. Just not even the fame, like that, the non-worry like of the money and like that side of things would be, I think that would be quite cool. Yeah. I'd like to, and I'm not, I'm at a stage where I'm not overly worried about money. I'm obviously worried about money, but not, not panicking and like it's where my next meals come from. Yeah. Like I'm not money orientated really at all because it comes, it goes, whatever. I've got a game. That's my mum's influence of you have it or you don't, but yeah. you still, you do what you're doing. But how cool would it be to sort of go in a shop like and just pick things up and not even look yeah, at the price or worry? That would be very cool. And if I was a an award winning actress, I could do that. And mm-hmm. I'd have a cook and a chef for the same thing. Um, <laughs> Although if you spoke to a cook or a chef, they would not tell you that. No, no. Sorry, <laughs> see, I'm being rude. But, um, yeah, a driver, a cleaner. Oh, God. Yeah. But, yeah, acting. And I think I do pull that into areas of my life now because I do act a role mm. through certain things to get through them. Are you but... acting on the podcast? No, I fucking wish I was. <laughs> I wish I could think enough to bloody do that. It would help me. But... No, no, that's generally all me. (laughs) Right, question 11. Do you think you have balance in your life? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) In a a way, yes. Do you think of it in that terms? Do you Mm. think of how you can shuffle things around and if something's not going well for you in one area, how can you tip the balance in other areas? I suppose I don't think of it in that way necessarily but I do like at the moment I feel like there's so many positives but then there are also in the background there's so many negatives yeah but I le I push towards the positives because I don't I'm not giving the negatives mm-hmm. that space or I'm trying to just help them move forward but yeah I suppose I am probably actually pretty balanced in life that yeah it's good. That's a good way yeah. to be. Yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting to think about and think if I actually am. But yeah, I think I am. 
for the most part. I think part. it's helpful to think about it in the terms of it being scales and like if something's mm-hmm. not going well in one area, yeah, it's it's not about overcompensating, but how can you tip it in the in the in the yeah. balance of in other ways, and yeah, it can just be little things, but no, and I think doing the like the law of attraction stuff and taking that on board a bit more is helping me to see that I suppose more clearly mm-hmm. rather than and also the not swallowing shit down it's things are more at the forefront mm-hmm. and actually yeah they probably are pretty balanced and even the stuff that are negative there are real positives in there mm-hmm. like when I talk when I think about my mother that you she- never call her mum do I not call her mum? Never call your mum mum. Do I not? No, she's always your mother. My mother. Mm-hmm. Do I? Mm-hmm. See, and that's weird because I generally, I think when I talk about her as well, I call her mummy. <laughs> and I, I can hear Laura laughing at me because she always says, you and all of my siblings call mummy and daddy. <laughs> but I'm growing up, she's mother. She's my mother. <laughs> I wonder why that is and why that's changed, mm. thinking about that. But my mother. She's my mother. Yeah. But, always called her your mother. Yeah. That's actually, I find that interesting. Mm-hmm. But, um, but my mother... She is pretty oblivious mm-hmm. to the Alzheimer's that we're dealing with the shit, but then you see her and she's smiling and she's happy and it's that's a blessing I think for her. And for it her is, which to. and it is mm-hmm. for for us as well that we're not and it might happen and I'm not we don't just whatever. But for the moment, she's just skating along. You go and see her and she will just smile and laugh and mm-hmm. she's sort of happy that we just tidy up around her and like just do everything for her mm-hmm. that is cool she's mm-hmm. happy to be around us which is nice that and it's a shitty disease it's the shittiest of the shitty mm-hmm. like it's not maybe not the shittiest of the shitty for me at the moment it's the shittiest of the shitty that um the one of my colleagues did a talk on bereavement the other day and thinking about it in those terms of that it's not actually she's obviously still here yeah. But we are suffering little losses yeah. most weeks, yeah. which is shit. I said mm. I wasn't talking about mum. Stop it. Next question. Okay. Um, right. How would you describe your style? Style was in what? Your style, what you wear. Your fashion <laughs> sense. Anything that fits at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> it's not lockdown style, but if, no. it was, like, if you were to pull out your wardrobe or, or if someone mm. was to come along and open your wardrobe and think. I think it's pretty, it, it, but it depends. Like going out, if I'm going out, out. It's small. Slatty. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. The short and the bit, I've always, I've liked, I like shorts, I like short skirts that, and I've generally been pretty lucky that even as I've put on weight, my legs ain't changed that much. Mm-hmm. So I wear short stuff that, but generally I'd say it's quite, I don't, not basic because I hate that word. It sounds rude. But, but just trying to think of a nicer word for it. Jeans and it, like jeans and trainers or jeans mm-hmm. and a boot is what I generally wear that I live in, I could live in jeans and a boot mm-hmm. and just a hoodie I live in hoodies at the moment but yeah it's I love I've got a real obsession though of buying dresses yeah you do yeah and I don't know why because I don't wear them I've got absolutely tons of them and You're I don't wear them. them I do and I don't I think I've always had this fit I'm not a girly girl but I love the idea of being a girly girl okay so I think by buying dresses I think one day <laughs> I might be a girly girl and wear them, but I don't. They just sit there and they look pretty. I put them on with a thigh high boot, not a strappy yeah. sandal. Oh, no, a thigh, thigh high, high boot. boot. Yeah, it's always got to be a thigh high boot. <laughs> always. Even when I was, I've always liked to 
high boot. Mm-hmm. They like a high boot, not a strappy sandal. Mm-hmm. Like that. Never seen you with a strappy. No, I don't think you ever will. Even the thought of it on you makes it sound frumpy. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't work. It just—I'm not a strappy sandal kind of girl. It doesn't. I mean, the closest I'll get is like a big wedge mm-hmm. sandal, and even then, I'm like, I'd rather wear a boot. Mm-hmm. But it's even in the summer, I don't. I'll, I'd wear Converse boots over like flip flops. Oh. I don't like feet anyway. Feet. Uh, okay. Mm. Oh God, Laura sends me pictures of people's toes. She's mean. Oh and God, it's that's brought like, back bad. that fucking picture I seen on. Oh, is this what you're talking about? Oh, oh no! <laughs> God, see. Oh Jesus oh, no. Christ! See, sorry. Nah. toes are bad. Oh, nah. feet. Yuck. Feet are not. I don't like my feet. I don't like other people's feet. Feet should just stay away. And I don't know if that's maybe as well why I enclose, mm-hmm. but I do love a fly eye boot. Yeah. And my friend just bought me. I'm so dying to wear these. I've got nowhere to go. Mesh, just the they? mesh, like they're yeah. so like they're um, mesh but sparkly, over the knee like thigh high ish boots. <gasps> Fishnets. They're yeah. so pretty. They do look And amazing. I've got nowhere to wear them, which is sad. I'm gonna wear them one day to the spa. And people are gonna be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I should get dressed up to go and put our notes around in the supermarket. Should. <laughs> With my thigh-high sparkling boots. I have got also got thigh-high sparkling, like actual sequin boots as well. I love those as well. Oh, my God, I miss getting dressed up. <laughs> I miss it so much. I'm quite leery, I think. In fact, in my going out, like, I like a sequin mm-hmm. and a sparkle and a big earring. Yeah. I've always got a big earring. I can't not have earrings in, ever. Yeah. Oh, they bug me when they hit my jumper. No. Like, I couldn't sit with earrings. I keep looking at yours thinking... Oh, I don't even... These, and these the are small. <laughs> These are small ones as well, as much as they are not small at all. They're massive, but these are small earrings. They're not that big. Right, let's move on to question 13. What advice would you give someone wanting to follow in your footsteps um, or starting a podcast? Just do it. Do it. Do it. Like Don't Nike, I... just do it. Like Nike. But yeah, <laughs> just do it because you. I think we can hold ourselves back and you might do it and it might not work out, but... Also, you might never know, and it might be the best thing you've ever done. But like I said, when I said to you about the podcast, I would have procrastinated because that's what I do. Whereas you were like, just come on and did it. Mm-hmm. And that took that fear away a bit of just doing it mm-hmm. because you've, it's done now. It is what it is. Yeah. The same with starting part. It was like I could have that could have rolled on for a very long time in my head. But I did it and actually it's making a difference already. Mm-hmm. So I think just do it. Just do it. Just do Good it. Advice. Yeah, see, Nike, I'm stealing it. <laughs> um, how would your friends describe you? <laughs> Actually, I should have defined friends because you've got different groups of friends. I've got don't different you? groups of friends. Although you claim to, like, we were talking about being at parties and having different yes. compartmentalising our friends. Yeah, bring group. them together. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I have got, I'd say, three main groups i'm mm-hmm. so scared i've left out a group because well, you're not there with them so no, no i'm so out. bad that um i think they'd all <laughs> probably say the same things that i am quite cool <laughs> like that i'm quite supportive i think as a friend mm-hmm. that um that was the first word i thought oh oh I like that. Good. I, there'd be rude words in there as well. But 
fine. The, but yeah, I'd say that quite fun mm-hmm. to be around. Yeah. The, yeah, fun and supportive. We'll go with that. Yeah. Because that's, I, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. I'm well, the fun and supportive friend. I am. That would be my tag <laughs> in like a sitcom. I'd be the fun supportive one. Pretty as well. Right, here's a random question for you. Um, mm. Number 15. What sound or noise do you love? Ooh, it is random. Sound or noise. Mm. The I will always love the sound of like babies laughing. Like I can think of my babies laughing, but any baby laughing. Mm-hmm. I think it's just the nicest sound yeah. in the world. It's just cute. And I mean, baby, baby, like, oh, it's just, same with the smell as well, babies. Oh, oh God, that I can't smell babies anymore because I'll just try and get pregnant. And that's <laughs> not happening. But yeah, babies laughing is probably a key thing. And I think the most marvellous thing about a baby laughing is that they, it's natural. Like yeah. They've found something funny and they respond to yeah. it. They haven't been taught that. No. It's, they've it maybe is, observed it it's but a full reflex yeah, yeah yeah it's so natural it is and it, I think that comes across that because any natural laughter I love mm-hmm. like I love the sound of laughter because it's just happy and it's that's when I think of my friends they're the moments that you think of like mm-hmm. those moments where you are just laughing out loud and just even whether it's the inside jokes that only you get that make you laugh yeah. or just anything is just Laughter is cool yeah. and we need more of that. And I think that's probably what I'm missing most at the minute mm-hmm. is just sitting with a group of mates and just laughing because yeah. that's not, yeah, that is. It. I think that's one of the most essential ingredients to our podcast as well is yes. our chemistry and our laughter because yeah. it, it is infectious and it does like, yeah. <laughs> it's quite <laughs> self-indulgent. Like I listen to this sometimes at work <laughs> just to check the sound yes. and how, yeah. how we come across and um, I fucking laugh along. Yeah. And I know, I know what's, I know what's coming. I know. <laughs> that is so self-indulgent. I totally laugh but along. I do I'm it like, as well. Yes, we're fucking hilarious. And it do- And I think that the feedback that I've got is always around that mm-hmm. of that natural chemistry and that's that natural, that laughter that is just genuine laughter that we find each other funny. We find ourselves funny. <laughs> it's like cool. But but it does that makes other people feel more relaxed yeah. I think that's I think that's such a good trait of being able to relax other people mm-hmm. and I think in the work that both of us do I think that's so important is to put people at ease you relaxers yeah relax relaxers just thinking of like a popper or something oh god right question yeah. number 16 what are you not very good at oh <laughs> probably lots of things <laughs> what am I not very good at balance <laughs> like in like physical balance okay. like I'm shit at things like that like skating and ride I can ride a bike but I can't I've never balance. seen you ride a bike no because I don't ride them very often because it uh, I don't it, I just wouldn't and I don't trust roads either I don't understand those people that ride up and down on roads it scares the life out of me because oh. cars don't get it um, I love cycling yeah I know but someone's going to run you over have you seen me cycling with Connor's bike under my arm no see even that I, that <laughs> wouldn't happen because I can't balance <laughs> so the, what else am I not good at um, I think if you'd like I said if you'd danced me a year ago it probably would have been ex- letting myself feel okay but I feel like I'm getting better at that good that 
yeah, I don't like it, but I'm getting better at it. <laughs> so, yeah. Other than that, I'm bloody brilliant at everything. Well, <laughs> modesty. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Not good at modesty. <laughs> I'm bloody brilliant. No, it's all an act, as you know. <laughs> um, right. One, I've got two more questions. Go on then. Um, number seventeen. What should I ask you that I, that I didn't know enough to ask? Oh, I don't know. Don't know. I don't know. I don't think there is anything. I think that, you know, this was something I was writing your questions and thinking of it was it was not difficult. But at the same time, I feel like I know so much about you mm-hmm. that it was difficult. And I think you know areas not to touch on fully. <laughs> so because it will either it's yeah, I wouldn't be able to talk about them fully or it would break me fully that. Mm-hmm. But I think, yeah, I don't know. I don't think there is anything. When you were writing my questions, mm. was there any that you thought, oh, I hope she asked me that? No, not. No, I think I was more scared of what, <laughs> of exposing of what's going to be asked <laughs> than actually thinking of what I wanted to be asked. Yeah. That, no, I think that I had trust in you that of what you would Arts. See, this was quite like when I first came up with the idea, I was like, oh wow, this will be mm. really cool. And it's been really cool up until the moment where I w- we finished our last recording and it was time to, yes. to decide. And then I was like, oh, I was <laughs> totally blind. Yeah. Like, I have no idea mm-hmm. what your response is going to be to any of this. Yeah. And, um, well, and now I'm not going to know at all. Ages. Well, until we do my ones. Mm. <laughs> well, the. Right. One more question for you. Okay. What is your single most important piece of advice? Do you know what? Sorry, I've I've got the C word in my brain so much today, which is really bad, and I don't know why. <laughs> you never know how to use it. No, I've done much. <laughs> it's really bad. Matt, I was going to say don't be a song, but um, <laughs> so bad. Take that out. <laughs> so the reason I'm asking you this question is I'm reading a book at the moment called um, "If If You Could Tell Me Just One Thing" or if right, yeah, okay. something like that. You know, and it's basically a journalist who has met loads of famous people mm. over his career, and he's asked them. He's been compiling this book. I think it was like for twenty years or something. He'd been working on the book a long time, mm. and um, he every time he got to interview somebody prominent, yeah, he would say. Could you tell me what your one piece of advice is? Mm. And it's really interesting to read. Okay, it's that's a re- it's a really difficult thing to think of. I suppose it's fluid; it doesn't have to be final. This no, and I think the thing I suppose that I go to most, and I've got it tattooed on my leg, and I didn't fully realise when I got it tattooed on my leg what it was half from. Sort of knew what it was from. Um, but it's actually the Serenity Prayer. And I love the Serenity Prayer. And it is, I always get this wrong. I've got it on my leg. <laughs> but grant me, no, my God, why can't I? Right, I'm going to have to look it up. Hold on. Because it is, I've found out now it's fucking um for the AA, not the AA, the, the what are they called? Alcoholics Twelve Anonymous. Steps. Yeah. Yeah. The, and they say it at every meeting. I, that's not why I've got it out on my body. Because <laughs> I'm not... An alcoholic. Is that I do to put drink you a lot. Pants? But yeah, it's but right, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And that for me, 
I have that in my head quite a bit because it's I find that so important is mm. to accept if something's I hate when something happens if you can do something about it do it mm-hmm. if you can't you have to learn to let it go mm-hmm. because otherwise you go round and round and round and you moan about it and it nothing changes but the thing's still there mm-hmm. so either do something about it or let it go and that for me is what yeah. the serenity prayer what means is why I put it on my leg because it is I think that's so important to do that if you can change it then change it yeah don't sit with things and not change it if mm-hmm. there's something you can do about it but at the same time there will be things that happen in your life that you can't change and yeah. that you can't have the control of so just let it go learn mm-hmm. to let that go and learn to know what the difference is for those things mm-hmm. i think that's really important that's balance that is um, balance see i am balanced yeah, i'm tatted absolutely. on my leg also get more tattoos <laughs> that's a big thing i am honestly dying at I the moment i totally want to get that oh, embroidery, ta- embroidery imbro- that was so pretty i know i wouldn't be able to have that which is so really annoying um what would color look like it depends skin? I would have to, on some skin, it won't work. Like even the white bits of my tattoo have, white is quite notorious for it anyway, have pretty much faded. But oh, because they were quite silvery, weren't they? Yeah, but they've pretty much gone yeah. on my phoenix um, and on my leg one as well. But I am intrigued to get a colour one. It dep- On some dark skin, it's absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. But on others, it won't show up as well. So I've always steered away from them. But at the moment, I will tattoo anything on my body at the moment, mm-hmm. whether it's fucking colour, black and white, I don't care. I just want a tattoo. Well, I'll get you a compass and we'll no, do No, that's not... We'll do like a home one. No, we won't do that. No, we need a proper tattoo artist. <laughs> don't do that, kids. No compasses. Do you know what? Chem and I were talking about tattoos the other week, right? And I was telling them about this lovely tattoo that I wanted to have mm. on my left thumb. Right. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I've been thinking about getting a tattoo. Like a cross like just a simple cross tattooed on my finger and I was like like a fucking prison tattoo Trevor <laughs> oh, he's like uh, no oh. not a prison tattoo just a simple cross I was like yeah that's what you get in fucking prison Trevor oh, I'm talking about some real artistic display of my personality you're simple talking about tattoos can be nice as well a tattoo a, a prison tattoo like oh, I wouldn't be surprised if he was going to get me to put a lead pencil and scratch oh, it on him and that wouldn't surprise me either to be fair that no, I need, I need, that will be the first thing. I tried to do that on my birthday. When my birthday got cancelled, I tried to book a tattoo because I knew that would cheer me up and they yeah. were full and that made me sad again. Aww. But that will be the one of the first things I do after getting pissed with my mates. Mm-hmm. It is getting a tattoo. Don't know what of, yeah, but I just, I miss the buzz. Yeah. I miss it. I feel like I'm bare. And I'm not there because I've got tattoos everywhere. You've got no but, scab and yeah. no clean film. Yeah, it is, exactly. I need that. Oh, it makes me feel better. Oh. I might get my mother. I, wonder, I, I was going to get a tattoo for my mum, but I can't. Or get mum tattooed on your fingers. No. <laughs> that's a proper prison yeah, tattoo. <laughs> no, I won't be doing that. My mum has got the same tattoo as me as well, which bugs me. Oh. She went and came home one day and was like, look at my tattoo. I was like, mum, you've copied my tattoo. Like, <laughs> Have you got this? Yes. But we do have matching tattoos already, oh. which is really sad. I've got matching tattoos with my mum. Oh, do you know what? There is one more question I want to ask you. Tell mm. us one thing that we don't know about you. <laughs> I feel like people know everything about me, or that I'm prepared to let them know about me. Anyway. <laughs> but, um, one thing that we don't know about me. Oh. Um, 
I don't know. I feel like everyone does know everything that it's a club eight and thirty rep, but we've spoken about that. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people know that. Um, Joe, you know, we was doing this. I've, I was thinking about this the other day, and I don't think I answered the question for work. We've had to do bios, and I couldn't think of anything, which is really random. I feel like I am when you're on the spot. It is it's difficult hard. to questions, but then when you feel like you're an open book in general and you see you're open with a lot of people. And um, I feel like I am an open, as much as I am a very closed book, that, like I said, for things that I would let people know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like people probably know that, yeah, I think the things that make me up who I am that people would know, they know, if that makes any sense, mm-hmm. that... Oh, I'm trying to think now. <laughs> Bugging me. What don't people know? The I don't know. I feel I honestly think there's nothing that people don't know. If you like, for those listening, ask like if there is something that you think that you don't know about me. If that makes sense, let me know. Yeah, what do you want to know about? Her? Yeah, is there anything that Claire hasn't probed out of me today? that I might not answer it, like I said, but is there anything that that I would actually say? Because there's things that you won't know and you will never know. So, <laughs> just not, don't need to. Just tell your bare face lies, yeah. Honestly? <laughs> I mean, like, nope, not going to know that. But, no, I don't think there is anything. Okay. That... Well, was this easier or harder than you expected? It was just right. Yeah? Yeah. I think okay. it was easy. it was easier in the way that I am very relaxed with you. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty chill that and I am able to block mm-hmm. <laughs> when I want to. So <laughs> as I can you can scratch a surface. Okay. That we'll do it again in like six months. <laughs> And see if we're if Just I'm more open. Just don't on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that it that that was the main thing in my head is because I am under the surface at the minute. But, Paddling away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I I I'm not ready to expose my yeah. like to cry on well, the you podcast. You came across yet. very well. You answered very Thanks. well. And Thanks. And you answered everything apart from the one we don't know about you. So. Yeah. But that's fine because that was thrown in at the end. Yes. But. No, and I can't, I don't, I don't know. I don't cry. That's something people don't know about me. I do cry, but I don't. It takes a lot. Grey's Anatomy is the only thing that makes me cry often besides family shit. Oh. But that is, I love Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. It doesn't make me cry. I just um, can't get into it. Oh, God, it's so good. Not loving Meredith's mouth. Oh, God, I Bugs love her. Bugs and in me. real life, I love her as well. She's too skinny. No, she's a really good person. She's a bit... No. No. Well, don't listen to Claire. But anyway, she's Thanks so much for listening. Thanks, guys. Thanks for <laughs>